Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Hi everyone, welcome back. This evening we are going to be talking about the subject of anger. Um, and on that note, I'm going to hand over to Hannah. You can, you can start us on the subject of anger. <laughs> that was a very quick handover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you start and then it gives me time to think. Okay, fine. And so just a little disclaimer before we get started. We're not going to demonstrate anger. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. not. Maybe we will. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's a really good one to talk about tonight because I think anger is part of life for everybody um but I think it's also a very uncomfortable part of life for most people I don't know many people that um process the emotion of anger or deal with the emotion of anger with ease or comfortably I think it's a it's such a big emotion isn't it that I think it presents all sorts of challenges for us to deal with ourselves and then and and on top of that sort of not just as humans deal with but think about following Jesus in how we deal with our anger and process our anger I think adds another layer of um consideration on the topic but I think the Bible has got loads to say about it hasn't it and I don't know about you so where I started before I sort of my thought process when first thinking about anger was the fact that, well, everybody experiences anger. That's a a normal human emotion, but how it grows or what happens next or how it's expressed, I think is quite a big discussion for that can be positive or negative and have really different implications in people's lives. Yeah. Um, but actually when I, when I then went and looked at some Bible verses that I like um, on the topic of anger and also like looking up in my concordance, other verses, I was actually really struck by the really strong warning in scripture about anger um and about spending time with people who are quick to anger and about being quick to anger yourself and just about where um expressing anger can lead to such negative things and I think it I think it took me a bit aback took me a bit not by surprise but I think I just took stock it's actually really serious. It's really mm. serious how yeah. anger is dealt with because it has really got the power to destroy relationships, destroy individuals, destroy all sorts of things. Um, so I think already in my thinking on this topic, I've kind of moved from this is something everyone experiences. We need to think carefully about how we express it and process it to sort of like, well, actually, there's quite a few strong warnings around this. Mm. Um, and yeah. I think it is a real handle with care type topic. I don't know about you. What what have you been thinking about? Where did you start in your thinking about anger? Um, well, I think what you just said there is really great in the sense of it. it is a really important one to get a handle on. I mean, one of the things that I... I'm trying to teach my kids is how to be emotionally literate. So as in to be able to say what emotions they're feeling at a given point or recognize it. And I think anger um, can often be quite an obvious one to recognize, except that Mm. actually sometimes you find in people that they've lived with anger for so long that they don't recognize it. Mm. Um, But I also think that anger has like really um, lots of sort of links into lots of other emotions so I think anger plays a lot into things like feeling betrayed um resentment bitterness um unforgiveness frustration like all of those I think I was thinking that quite a lot of people might struggle to say oh I feel angry but if you said to them oh are you do you feel like you're harboring any bitterness or resentment or frustration in things yeah um I think that's a different question and I think that but anger does come into those um 
So I think I, I sort of thought about that first of all, but actually for me, the main place I went is thinking about the difference between um, what the what the Bible call what we sort of term like righteous anger and unrighteous anger, yeah. because Jesus gets angry, and yeah. um, you know, like the example that most people would probably use with this is that he flips over tables in the temple because he's angry at the fact that people are using a place that should be used for prayer and devoted to God for something that was absolutely not that. Yeah. Um, so he demonstrated anger there. Yeah. And there's a difference between righteous anger and unrighteous anger. So I've been thinking about that quite a lot. Yeah. What that difference is, what that looks like in our lives. I think we would all as Christians probably like to believe that we have righteous anger, but yeah. I, I don't even remotely think that's true. Um, <laughs> and I know for me, that isn't true. I'd like it to be true that I only righteously am angry, but that's not true. Yeah. Um, so I've spent a lot of time thinking about those and thinking about the difference because I think the difference is really important because if righteous anger is okay, but unrighteous anger is not, yeah. um, then there's a huge gulf between that. Yeah. One of the verses that I wrote down that I really like, um, can I read it to you actually? Yeah. Better, better just read it than explain it, isn't it? Is it from James? <laughs> Do you know what? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Have you what got it too? Like, what is so surprised? As if, oh my goodness, I've brought up James again. It's just like, well, <laughs> let's just conclude that it is absolutely <laughs> chock-a-bock full of wisdom. <laughs> but it says... Um, in James 1, everyone yeah. should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So that that is kind of, I think that's talking a little bit about, about how anger is expressed necessarily than, you know, than how it is felt. Is it righteous when it's felt? But yeah. that verse led me on to just thinking about thinking about humor anger compared to God's anger and like you're just saying there righteous anger or unrighteous anger and I think probably there's so many scriptures warning about anger because in our sinful human state I don't think we do feel <laughs> pure righteous anger no. a huge amount of time compared to the unrighteous anger that we feel and I think um you know, anger, I think if you feel annoyed at somebody or you feel that something was unfair or unjustified and so much of a response to that, I think, can often be based on our pride. It can be based yeah. on our selfishness. It can be based on a sense of entitlement. And so I think just pure anger and pure as in holy, righteous anger, that's how I mean that word there, pure anger, I think is something God knows and experiences but for us as humans I think the water is so muddy isn't it and I yeah. think we haven't got we haven't got a God's sense of justice about life or God's sense of righteousness about life in in the same and he's changing us and we're clothed in him so in one way we kind of do but in another way we are still like dragging around this dead body of sin aren't we that just yeah muddies the water and when we feel things we can feel so justified in it but I think we often aren't and then yeah. you know like that that verse goes on to say there's a warning there human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires um yeah definitely that's quite yeah, because I, I was thinking that a lot of our anger is actually about self-preservation yeah. Um, it's often if I think about the times in my life that I've been angry, um, it's often been because of how someone's treated me. Yeah. Or something that I feel like someone's done wrong. Yeah. Um, that has affected me in a particular way. So it's yeah. often and sometimes that can be right. Like sometimes people have behaved appallingly towards us. Yeah. And we feel all of those emotions, don't we? The sort yeah. of hurt and hurt. And sadness and even things like grief can often give way to anger. Yeah. Um, so anger is so it's quite difficult, to, I think, to pick it apart from loads of other emotions because, you know, you hear of people that go through like relationship breakdowns, for example, and then they go through all different emotions. Yeah. Um, 
or people that have have lost someone and are grieving for someone one of the stages that people talk about within grief is anger yeah um so I think it's quite difficult to to pick it apart but um yeah often our, our anger is to do with ourselves and the anger that God has the righteous anger is is about his glory Mm. Um, and that's what the whole thing was with Jesus flipping over the tables as like this is the glory of God here this is a place where God's glory should dwell like the temple of God and yet it wasn't being used for that whereas ours you're right is often tied up with our pride Um, like we don't we don't get angry well I don't know about you but I don't get really angry about the state of my own sin I might feel sad about it, but do I get angry about it? Whereas mm. God, God has anger about sin, mm. um, righteously so, because it is abhorrent to him. Yeah. We don't get angry about our own sin. We get angry about other people's sin, yeah. <laughs> but we don't get angry about our own sin. And we don't get angry about, we can sometimes, but I think generally we don't get angry about the things that God gets angry about. And, and actually thinking about it, some people just feel uncomfortable getting angry at all. Mm. um you know you I've met people before who who just they might be feeling that emotion but they don't know how to process it or name it it's so uncomfortable or they want to shy away from it because they're like well I shouldn't feel anger yeah and I'm like but you are so what are you so what are you going to do about that you know because I think it is really important not to also minimize our anger I mean this is the whole thing isn't it we should feel righteously angry about stuff but we don't and so the point is not to minimize it and go, oh, I don't feel angry. Yeah. Um, it's actually to sort of, as always, to let God into all of that, like, murky, horrible emotions. And anger is such a horrible It's so emotion. hard to deal with, isn't it? It is hard to deal with. And also, like, it courses through your body. Yeah. And, and really, like, I found when I've had it, it makes you feel a real lack of self-control. Even yeah. if you're not, even if you're not doing something, it sort of is almost like trying to make you do something, like in a moment. Yeah. Um. And I, you know, the times where I've had it, 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 you know, makes you can make your breathing tighter. Like physiologically, it affects it affects so much of like your body's responses to stuff. Yeah. And I think you know, it is so damaging. Yeah. Um, so we do have to do something with it. So we can't minimise it, but we also can't play into it and just be like, I feel angry, so I'm just going to behave like this. Yeah, no, definitely. That's which one of uh, the one of the verses I really love. I know you know it, the um, Ephesians one of in your anger, do not sin. Yeah. So it's sort of what I like there is the assumption that you will get angry yeah um but what you then do with that anger like do not sin feel angry fine feel angry although like we've just discussed there I think a lot of the times we're angry about things we have no right to be angry about things um but I think there is a really important need to feel angry about things as well actually at times I just think of like some certain situations in life over here that I can think of of where for various reasons, often to do with upbringing and different perceptions of what is and isn't okay from your upbringing, um, just really knowing someone and loving someone deeply who has been treated horrendously yeah. and yet they don't really feel that angry about yeah. it. And there's yeah. something really wrong about that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not a normal emotional response. Like if something that if something really horrendous has been done to you or someone else, anger is is an yeah. appropriate response. And a lack of anger is quite dangerous to the situations that people will then put themselves in, I, in, in my experience. Yeah, like if, yeah. if you don't feel any sense of outrage of having been treated that way or treated that way or, you know, someone else being treated that way, you're more likely to do it again or allow it again. Um, well, it also speaks into your self-worth, doesn't it? Because if yeah. you're sort of accepting that what happened to you is just is one of those things. Yeah. And sometimes and, it can be like a really like a threat to your life as yeah. well. I'm thinking of and, and unless you feel angry about it, you're in danger. So mm. I do think 
it is a really important emotion. It's important that we feel it because I think it protects us. I think it can really prevent injustice and unrighteousness around us. Like you see something happening that really should not happen. It's not okay. Then that anger can, if you take that anger and let it fuel you positively, that can really be motivation to make a difference, can't it? Or or to yeah. say in someone's life, enough is enough, something's got to change. Or, yeah, I suppose it depending on what arena you're in, maybe if you're trained legally, maybe that's your motivation. I'm sure William Wilberforce felt huge yeah, rage about sure. the slave trade. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, so I think it's, it's important to feel anger. I don't think it's something that we should shut down but I do think it is like you were saying I think we need to question it for ourselves is this righteous anger like is this fair to be angry about this is am I justified to be angry about that that sort of personal questioning of what is really in the mix here is this like righteous or is this selfish anger or and that's really that's that's really hard to answer sometimes isn't it um, well, yeah, because if if we're angry because we've been hurt, then we'll go, well, I am justified to feel yeah, like yeah, that yeah. because they shouldn't have treated me like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you're sort of going you around in circles because yeah. you're like, that doesn't really get me anywhere. But, yeah. Um, because that's the other thing is like w- yeah. what you do with it because um, one of the Bible verses I was uh, looking at um, said, be not quick in your spirit to become angry for anger lodges in the heart of fools it that's is that ecclesiastes yeah. so, so my i wrote that one down too but can i read it to you because i've got it in a different translation yeah go for um, it. so mine says do not be quickly provoked in your spirit for anger resides in the lap of fools right so it's just slightly different isn't it but the same sort of you you carry on you carry on with what you were going to say about it well, no, I do, the point I was going to make was that it that really struck me there was it lodges in your heart, like it, it takes up home, it takes up space. And what I always tend to think about is, and I think like we've talked about this with fear, it's taking the space of something else. Yeah. Something else. I don't want anger lodging in my heart. So it's it's really difficult when you feel that anger because often – so sometimes we can do something with our anger that's going to be productive a bit like you were saying if it's an injustice or yeah but if it's something that someone's done to you yeah and it's part of your self-preservation thing then you've just got that going around your body yeah and it feels like it grows yeah um and and you're stuck feeling this like you sort of can end up being immobilized because you're sort of feeling an intense desire to do something about it yeah. But then you're also like, oh, I can't do that. And you're just stuck with this huge thing. Um, and, and, well, the answer to all of this, and I, but I do actually really think this is the answer, is obviously to, to let God into it, to be like, I'm feeling, particularly with all these sort of, I call them like yucky emotions, the ones that make you feel really like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, I think jealousy is another one. Um, but like with anger, just letting God into it be like I feel all of this like muck yeah I just want to hand it to you and talk through with you why I feel all of this anger yeah and I like I've often done that I've like Holy Spirit I need you to come in to do something because I can't everything in you wants to act on that anger yeah or not you know it's sort of a weird like you want to confront you also don't want to confront a situation so you're like stuck in that rock and a hard place and it's I think it's just working out what do I do with this anger because now I feel it Mm. how do I process it because if I'm not going to do something and you know if you're feeling that level of anger you shouldn't be acting on it Mm. is generally the idea yeah Um, but actually how you process that and what you do with it and I definitely know there have been times where I've sat down with God and be like I'm really angry about this I feel livid about it and this is why and talk it through with him and just sort of rant a bit. Yeah. But that's been really important because I think it's letting the Holy Spirit into that emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, yeah, definitely. And it goes back to that Ecclesiastes verse, isn't it? In your anger, do not sin. So like 
feel it but don't just jump into venting it in a way that's going to damage you or other people like your ecclesiastes well i wrote i wrote another one down from proverbs as well which i liked well i mean when i say like it's not comfortable but i thought the truth of it was good (laughs) (laughs) so it said fool fools give full vent to their rage but the wise Mm. bring calm in the end and that's yeah. that is very difficult to walk, isn't it? When you're furious, or you're furious yeah. about things, it is so hard to bite your tongue or like temper your words or be calm in your response to something. You, it, it, I do think anger is funny like that. If you really feel it, anger, and maybe you're justified, maybe you're not justified. That's another question. Um, yeah. But you're feeling it. You're feeling enraged. And part of you wants to feed the beast. Yeah. Like yeah, you feel true. like if you express it, you're going to have some sort of satisfaction. Yeah. Um, in kind of, or I feel this, if I express this now, I'll feel better for it. But in my experience, you that is rarely, rarely the case. It yeah. feels like you, you if you let it vent, it makes you sick. You feel yeah. bad. You feel like you've probably damaged a relationship somewhere or a situation somewhere. And so I just think there's so much that verse, like the wise, how does it say it again? But the wise bring calm in the end. Like if you can exercise some self-control during your anger and actually figure out why am I angry what is not okay here? Does something need to be addressed here? Because something might need to be addressed here, but asserting yourself rather than venting your anger is a totally different thing, isn't it? And like asserting yourself in a loving way, hopefully will bring resolution or change between you and another person. If there's a situation there, um, yeah, Yeah. I've, I've gone off on one a bit, but Vent, venting your and it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good when someone vents their anger at you and it's not no. it's not really satisfying when you vent your anger at someone else yeah. either yeah, yeah I mean I used to do this thing which God has gradually started getting me to stop doing where I would imagine when I was feeling angry I would imagine a situation where I could respond Oh, really? Particularly, like, if I'd been hurt and I would sort of imagine it and just be like, and then I would say this. And and there's an element, and there's an element where where you're, like, feeding the beast (laughs) of, like, you're, you're like, giving, you're sort of letting it have free reign for a bit and you're like, and then I would tell them this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and then there's another bit, and I now I just really can often hear God saying no joy and, like, almost, like, bringing me back to the to the moment of like, we're not going down that route because you're giving rise to it. And I think one of the most powerful things I was thinking about when I was thinking about anger is that the devil loves it. Yeah. You know, so the devil is always like, what it says that he's prowling around looking for someone to devour. Like he's, he's prowling around to try and cause problems. He loves contention. He loves conflict. He loves anger. He loves poking you to try and yeah. get you to he likes needling you to try and get you to explode yeah um and like in the lives of a christian and like other christians anger is like you said like is catastrophic yeah um and so there's another element where you've got to really process it and shut it down not shut it down by minimizing it pretending it's not there but process it well with god quickly and shut it down so that it doesn't leave like the door open for the devil to get in and just be like to use that anger because I don't know I've met so many people and you just they that you just feel like they're ready to explode yeah you know where they're like there's bitterness and resentment there which is anger that over time has just sort of you know become ingrained in their lives and you just think like it wouldn't take much I reckon for an explosion to happen here um and I think that the the devil just loves needling people and if he can create conflict between people he will do so it's even more important then that we acknowledge it we bring it to God we're like God I need you to help me with this um because being around people who are 
like quick to anger. And I've sometimes been this. I would consider myself less this now. But um, I, when I've been around people who are quick to anger, it's horrible because it feels like you're walking on eggshells constantly. Yeah. Um, and generally, I think just as an aside, if you're quick to anger, you're not processing stuff in your life well. Yeah. Um, because it is often I know when I've been quick to anger, it's because I'm feeling a bit frazzled. I've got loads of other stuff going on. Um, I'm tired or I just haven't worked stuff through with people well. So I know there are some people that if they press a button with me, I will more easily get angry because I haven't yeah. processed something well. Yeah. Um, so I do think that it should be a sign like if we're if we're jumping to anger really easily, then it's I think it's like what what is going on in my heart here? Like why why yeah. am I jumping to that such strong emotion? Yeah. so quickly yeah yeah with the caveat thrown in here that I think when people have experienced really deep trauma and maybe they're even suffering from PTSD then I think I, th- I, th- I still think there's processing to do isn't there and like a lot to figure out there but I think um it must just and watching it happen, yeah. seeing how brutally hard it is when someone's really triggered. Yeah. I think that's of, a different scenario. I, I, think I do it's think totally that's a, different. Yeah, so, yeah. And I know you would say that as well, but I just was thinking of a couple of particular people. I was like, I'm just going to throw that in as a little caveat. That is a different situation. Yeah, it is totally different. And I think like, but, but still there's work to be done. That, and that's what's so hard for people who've had extreme injustice done to them because they still have to process that anger it's just such a bigger harder thing for them to have to do that they haven't caused themselves but still they've got to process it and move on from it haven't they but um yeah I know that's not what you were talking about or you're just talking about general life and general people's situation of anger when you're saying about then how you process it how do you find processing it before god what's the what's the process in your processing of anger um i think the first thing is acknowledging that you are angry Mm. and so sort of owning up to it and being like god this is the emotion that i'm feeling yeah um and sort of not shying away from that yeah um and then I normally talk through with God why I'm feeling that emotion. So I think for me, I generally find it quite easy to pinpoint my emotions. I know um, I've got other friends that find it harder. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes if it is tied up in lots of other emotions, it's more difficult. Because actually for me, I don't feel angry a lot, but I've noticed that I feel frustrated a lot. Mm. Um and which is tricky for my husband because he finds that quite a difficult emotion to deal with from me. But um, I do feel like there's some anger in frustration. Yeah. Um, it might not be like pure anger, but I, you know. But, yeah. So just to use that as an example. Yeah. It's yeah. like something that you're like, is still that quite a strong negative emotion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think bringing it before God and saying, this is why I feel this and talking it through with him. Um. And normally I'm like at the start now of when I start to do that and I'm like, Holy Spirit, I know that he's already in me and he's working, but I'm actively also saying I want to get rid of this emotion. Yeah. Because I actually think there's something important in sort of, he's already working that in you, but really welcoming him to do whatever he wants to do. Because I think sometimes we sort of say, oh God, I want to work through this, but then we don't really want to do the hard bit of working through it. But actually coming before God, I mean like, I don't like this emotion. I don't want to feel it. I really want you to get rid of it. I really want to process this well. So Holy Spirit, I want you to come and bring up in me what's going on. Because as we say, it might be that you're angry with someone because actually um, they did something to you a while back that you didn't really work through. And so then if they did it again to you, you're just like, oh, they've done it again Building your case against them, yeah. I know. But then you're like, oh, did I not process that the last time? (laughs) Um, uh, Or, you know, like we were saying in the case of trauma, it could be that then it's like, okay, I, I need more support in this area. I need to work through this more. 
Um, but, but I think it is inviting God into that, talking it through with him and just asking him to come and do his work in me. Like I don't necessarily feel any different in that moment. Yeah. But I think actively like holding your hands up and being like, I don't, I'm really sorry, God, I don't want to feel like this. It is harder if you feel like you've been hard done by. Yeah, yeah. Because then there's so many other emotions in that. If you feel like betrayed or hurt or all of that stuff, you, I can find I can easily end up spending a lot of time working out how justified I am to feel angry. <laughs> uh, um, but but I think the key is just not letting it simmer and also yeah. not, I watch people do this a lot, minimise it, keep that anger and then just gossip about the person. Yeah, or, or, you, or like implode at some point. Because I was just yeah. thinking about, you know, you talking about um, John and uh, like thinking about me and John as well, like how differently we express things and... Um, so I was thinking a couple of things that I was thinking how like you, you can have your real exploders and your imploders and neither are healthy. So we've no. talked a bit, I suppose, a bit. Maybe you and me are more likely to be venters. I don't know. <laughs> but, we're, but we've discussed what, that a little bit. <laughs> we've discussed that. But actually, you know, the equally unhealthy totally. imploders who like feel in the moment like, oh, I've, I didn't I didn't I felt really angry and I was justified in it but I didn't say anything yeah as though that is somehow super, better like better yeah. and then like long term suddenly yeah. something comes out and it's big and horrible for the person and for other people um yeah. but then I was also just thinking about how it's so you throw it throw into the a mix like people's tone, different expression, different cultures. Yeah. How like people can make judgments of oh they're angry about something or oh, oh they're this and they might not be. They might just. It's so hard to know, isn't it? Is it have, are they just are they more assertive? Do yeah. they just verbalize it more in the moment and then they move on? That's them processing because. I, I think I've changed a bit in recent years, but I would definitely say I would pr like have previously been someone who would probably throughout any one day, maybe express quite a few grievances. <laughs> 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 but to me, I would think they're just little and then they're gone. Yeah. Um, but to people listening in on that yeah. might feel quite differently about it. So it's just, oh, what a messy... And then you meet people from different cultures who can express things very differently, can't yeah. they? And especially yeah. to our sensitive British culture, sometimes you meet people who just say it as it is and say it quite forcefully. And, you know, our British sensibilities can be a bit offended by that. But that doesn't mean that they're out of control, angry, or then maybe they're more healthy than we are yeah. in terms of expression. It's just such a, such a messy world we live in, isn't it? Yeah. And I was also thinking that families, you know, if you've grown up in a family where anger is a, isn't natural, a natural emotion, I use in inverted yeah. commas, it, you sort of get used to living with it. Yeah. Um, and then it's only maybe later on that you think, oh, that was that was actually quite unhealthy because you can sometimes have within families sort of a, like a stronghold of anger that just gets passed on. Yeah. You know, you see in different generations of just anger getting yeah. passed on. And I think that's a harder one to, to manage because um, I think we often go, you know, if you've, if you've been in families where people don't confront situations or shy away from anger – yeah. Um you can either sort of end up like that yourself or go the other way. Yeah. Um but I think but I think our context of what we've grown up in, you know, like you were saying people's way of expressing anger looks very different. Yeah. And I I think this just come to mind, but um I think as well anxiety can so often look like anger mm. in people can't yeah. it? And it's like a different side of the coin, same side. Yeah. Um and then that's a little bit different as well, again, isn't it? And somebody who's yeah. just maybe feeling quite out of control or feeling like a situation is out of control, that might well express itself as anger. Yeah. And, um, or even things like self-harm. 
Yeah, yeah. Self-harm as well. Like, you know, I encounter a lot of people that self-harm and it's often anger is a a feeling of lack of control as just just simplifying it. It's lots of different things. But I mean, a lot of people who self-harm have said to me that it's actually anger that instead of taking it out on someone else, they turn it inwardly on themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then again, I mean, that's so damaging and harmful. Yeah, yeah. And really difficult once you've begun in some unhealthy patterns like that to then yeah. stop it and change it, isn't it? Yeah. It's because you're just pushing the watershed of what is acceptable expression of anger in your life, aren't you? And it's yeah. really hard to draw that back, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked what you, I thought, you know, going back to what you were saying about, you know, angry people and you feel like it's very close to the surface and you might just prod it and it will come out and that I've got another verse for you but I thought I thought again this one it's really strong and it did make me sort of take stock this is quite a strong warning but it says in um again proverbs proverbs 22 do not make friends with a hot-tempered person Mm. do not associate with one easily angered that's pretty strong, isn't it? Yeah. Almost a bit uncomfortably strong, I yeah. thought, when I was I reading We're it. We're going to go around assessing our friendships now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you can, you can sort of un- understand the warning yeah. in there. Because like what you're saying, you, you're walking on eggshells. You can't yeah. like, you can't speak freely or honestly. You can't be yourself. You'll, you'll be modifying and adapting your behaviours and your words according to that person and trying to avoid an explosion from them and that's yeah that's so distorting of who people are isn't it and yeah 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 I I think I mean it sounds obvious doesn't it but I think the bible is totally right to be so strong with it and Jesus was really strong because he was saying look it's not just about the outward action it's what's it's always what's going on in your heart yeah. You know, of actually it's not about whether you go out and like hurt a person, but like are you almost sort of planning evil to them in your heart and in your mind? Yeah. And that's what a lot of anger does is you sit yeah. with it and you sort of you spend a lot of time and energy. That's the other thing. Anger takes so much energy. Mm. Um and you spend so much time and energy like almost planning or thinking through sort of the worst <laughs> of someone. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, that's that's the, you know, unrighteous anger. Um, I just think with righteous anger, there have been very few times that I've felt it, but the times that I have felt it, I've almost been like, oh, this feels different. I actually <sighs> feel like right, you know, because working with the people that I work with in prison, sure, uh, you know, they've all done things that, they shouldn't have done. But actually also when you hear some of what's been done to them. Yeah. And I find that really uncomfortable because I come away and be like, I've now got quite a lot of what I would class as righteous anger about the way that these people have been treated mm. um, by their fellow man. Mm. And then I'm like, I've got nowhere to go with that. I yeah. mean, like, it's re- that's really difficult then. And so then I have to take it to God and be like, I am angry that this has happened to them. I am angry that someone has treated them this way. I'm angry that this goes on in this world. I'm, I'm you know, and, and I think, you know, when we've talked a bit before about praying in line with God's will, like God is angry about injustice. He's angry about greed. He's angry about poverty. I think he's angry over, you know, wars and all the rest of it. And and so there's something of like him in us when we get angry over those things. But I also think it's not just angry. It's like grief over it. Mm. Like I don't think Jesus was mm. just angry when he was turning over the tables in the temple. I think he was grieving yeah. at the way, at how far his people had fallen from worshipping God and giving glory to God. Yeah. Um, And I think that, I guess it's not just anger that we should feel over injustice and poverty and all the rest of it. It's also like grief yeah. of what's happened to us. Grief over our own sin as well, you know, not yeah. just anger over our sin, but actually yeah. real like grief over yeah. it. Like, what, yeah. what is this in me? Like, yeah. and what is this in the world? And what has the world become, you know? Yeah. So it's, 
Yeah, definitely. And that realization of like the wreckage in people's lives as a result of it and things that have been done to them and then things that they've done to others and just just the heartbreak of cycles of abuse and things like that, that just sort of feel depressingly inevitable. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think there's a huge amount of grief that then comes alongside with some righteous anger there, isn't there? Yeah. I was reading, I found something that I'm going to read from the Desiring God website. Yeah. And it says this, God is not fundamentally angry. He is fundamentally righteous. God's anger is a byproduct of his righteousness. So our anger is righteous when we are angered over evil that profanes God's holiness and perverts his goodness. We Mm. tend to get angry over our slighted pride than the marring of God's glory. We tend to get angrier over a minor inconvenience than a grievous injustice. And that really like stood out to me of just, mm, yeah. Um, you know, how how much do we get angry about things that, that go against God's goodness or God's holiness or um, pervert the world from what it should have been? You know, we I don't know. I just speaking for myself, I don't often get angry over that. I mean, I'm like I'm grieved and I'm saddened when I see things like wars and stuff going on. But I, I don't know. I don't often feel like a righteous anger in it. And yet I'm yeah. sure that God is feeling that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's true. And I think um, when we think, I think it's so true. Like we just, you know, we get cross about, little insignificant things that have grated on our pride but then and then dangerously when we think we're justified in getting cross and irritated about those things we can go for it can't we when we're not sure if we're justified we're far less likely to dive in and go for it um but when we think yeah I'm right this wasn't okay yeah more likely to to go for it I think it's interesting as well um this is a bit of a jump, but it's just come to mind. Just thinking about people's fight or flight or freeze. I, I didn't know yeah. hear that freeze one until the other day, but um, how everybody is, again, back to personality and expression of anger. We're all quite different in that in that way, aren't we? Yeah. Like, and I think it's really important to know yourself, isn't it? And, yeah. and what am I, where like from my past experience, what am I more likely to do? And I, I think for me, I'm definitely got a fight response, but mm. I think I have learned more freeze response. Yeah. Um, but it's also just sort of knowing people in your life as well, isn't it? And knowing kind of what their responses might be too, and just trying to understand people and understand what's going on in different situations and having wisdom in knowing how best to speak about things with different people and, and, and just wisdom in knowing if I, if I present this in that way to that person that might get their back up. But if I present it in this way, maybe we can have a conversation about it. And it's just, it's just so important to try and understand yourself, isn't it? In life. Absolutely. And then try and understand other people around you as well. Yeah, and to not act on any anger that you've got. Like, I, I think that is, as I say, it's so easy for me to start thinking, oh, th- and this is what I'm going to do in this situation now. <laughs> and actually, I'm really trying more and more to be like, no, I really need to take it to God first and pray and trust him to sort out the situation. Now, that may look like cooling me down to get me to a point where I can go and say something to someone. Yeah. But it's absolutely not going to be in a moment. I'm now going to give them a piece of my mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we see so much, and we see so much online of people just acting on anger. Yeah. Of like, I think this, and I'm angry about it, and so I'm just going to tell everyone about it. Yeah. And you're just like, as Christians, we cannot be like that because no. – um. Jesus was self-controlled in his anger. We are called to be angry and not to sin. 
Yeah. Um, and so I also think that like catastrophizing a, a situation of being angry and then feeding it, which is just so easy to do. And yet it's so counterintuitive, isn't it? You want to feed it. You also don't want to feed it because <laughs> it just makes it worse. But you feel like you've got to do something with all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so it's almost a bit like worrying. Like you feel like you're doing something by worrying. And with anger, you feel like you're doing something by like, um, you know, like sort of just going over and over it in your mind. Because that's the other thing I think we can go, particularly if it's something someone's done to us and made us angry, we can just relive it constantly and almost feel like our anger rising as we do that. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I've done that before. And it's often, <laughs> I used to do it before I'd go to bed and it used to be like, this is not helpful. Yeah. Now I don't, now I don't <laughs> do that at all. But, <laughs> but you can just feel yourself getting worked up about it. And thankfully now, because I've had sort of God be like, no joy mum yeah you know brings you away from it yeah um I think we do that because we enjoy feeling justified don't we so we we replay it according to our own perspective on it and telling ourselves how we were justified and and then enjoying that sense of outrage about it um yeah but it's funny isn't it because it gets you nowhere, that sense of being justified I mean it literally gets you nowhere like if you sit there and go according to myself I believe I am justified. <laughs> you, know, like, yeah. you might, you might well be, you might be able to have a few other people that say, yeah, yeah, you were justified, but it just doesn't, it doesn't help yeah. you in the grand scheme of things. Cause you're like, well, it still happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, it, I think for people who've experienced like real, real injustice and trauma, that there is real comfort knowing that vengeance is his he is the judge of the world there's something very sobering in that as well because you suddenly realize that means he's going to judge me too and like oh my word if it's not for Jesus then I can't stand before him yeah um, I think even on lesser things it's really important to remember that isn't it like instead of doing like what you've just said about there just like replay it replay it in my mind just be like you know what if that was horrendous Jesus will it will be punished either on Jesus or on someone who doesn't want to accept Jesus's forgiveness they have to pay for their sins themselves um that's a sobering thought and when you think it you're like well, how can I be how can I vent my anger on anyone like I'm no better than anyone mm. and if it wasn't for Jesus I would have to pay for that myself and I can't do that <laughs> yeah yeah and that's just a process isn't it because at the beginning you sort of think well I want them to pay for it yeah and yeah. they've done something wrong I want them yeah. to pay for it I don't want them to you know I don't want it to be on Jesus that's unfair I'm all right Jesus taking my sin but I'm not like happy that he's taken theirs because they should pay for that <laughs> you know it's all of that stuff that comes up in you of yeah. that sense of like self-righteousness isn't it or yeah. I'm better than them um but I but I think it is a process because as I say if you've had someone treat you in a way or like you feel like um it's it is justified that you've been angry like I think that is a process to walk through with it because it's a bit like forgiveness you don't just get to that point easily yeah but I think for me like I found the quicker I let Jesus into the anger the better yeah um, it doesn't mean it miraculously goes away but it means that you're he's big enough to deal with it he's big enough to have me come to him with it and as soon as I start that dialogue it feels like I'm opening myself up myself up to the Holy Spirit being able to do what he needs to do um yeah. because again like I've said with fear when I can feel fear sitting in with in me I don't like that emotion at all and anger is another one I don't like it I I hate it and we should be like that right we shouldn't want to sit with those emotions because they're not healthy they're not helpful and we just become like ticking time bombs yeah embrace them as a warning of something but then quickly (laughs) move on from them um yeah I'm just gonna I, I just wanted to read this last verse as well on my I've got a couple of others on my list but I just wanted to read this because um I don't think we have been all doom and gloom but it is quite nice to end or, or draw near to an end on a note that feels really positive as well of 
like so i'll just read it a gentle answer turns away mm. wrath so the second half is a harsh word stirs up anger but a gentle answer turns away wrath and it's yeah. just i think that's just i love that verse it's just such a lovely encouragement that there is like a real tonic to anger and a tonic to wrath and that's like the gentleness and peace and hope of god yeah. and that can really throw that into a situation that can really turn something around, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because because also when you when you're sitting there and whatever's gone on that's made you feel angry, when you know that Jesus has seen it mm. and that He's with you mm. and that He's not just sitting there going, "Yeah, that was okay," mm. you know, and whatever that looks like of how He He deals with that, but. That's that's I think what we want is we want we want to feel like God did you see that <laughs> you know did you see what just happened there because that just, that wasn't okay mm. um, and I I actually think that's really helped me in times where it's been really hard and I felt angry because of something someone's done I've been like God I know that you saw that mm. and I don't believe that you will have thought that that's okay mm. um, and sort of when He's come alongside me and comforted me in it. And and I, I think that's God coming into our mess. And for people who have had horrendous abuse or been treated in awful ways, you know, yeah. I'm forever saying to a lot of the people in prison, God sees it and do not believe that he's just sat there indifferent. Yeah. Like he would he weeps at this. He's angry at this. Yeah. Like he's not just sitting up there going, oh, let him get on with it, whatever, because that wouldn't be a good God. Like this yeah. is he is not OK with what's been done to you yeah um and at the end of time he will make it right yeah and that feels hard you know when in the moment you want justice and sometimes we do get justice in a moment and sometimes we don't but I just know for me that yeah the real tonic has been that him him just coming alongside me and comforting me in it and being like joy I saw it I'm with you I love you I'm for you all of those things yeah um, just help to sort of the Holy Spirit just helps to sort of pacify you because yeah. the Holy Spirit is a peacemaker. Yeah. Um, and I and I think that's really helpful of just it doesn't go unseen, it doesn't go unchecked, it doesn't go uncared about. Yeah. Um, because if it did, God wouldn't be a good God and he wouldn't value, our, value us or care about us. Yeah, yeah. But praise him that he does not treat me as my sins. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because for all the people that we're complaining about, God's also having to listen to um, complaints about us. us, I know. know. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I think that's, well, we've talked quite a long time about anger. I feel like that's been one that I've more pondered more than have answers to. Yeah, that's all right, though, because I guess we're not really doing this to give answers, are we? We're just sort of talking through what it is. And because we don't talk about it, do we? I mean, we don't talk. How much have I sat down with other Christians and talked about anger? And yet, like, we would all feel it in a week. I bet all of us will have felt anger at least once. Yeah. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Great. Thanks, everyone. Um, we will be back again soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com.